There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Hey, a movie! Yeah, we're gonna be a movie! Starring everybody and me! There'll be heroes bold, there'll be comedy, and a lot of fuss that ends for us real happily. Hey, a movie! We can watch it on the bellows! Starring everybody and me! We'll take the world! Set it on its ear. Come on, join in. We're gonna start right here. And we are gonna start right here. Merry Christmas, everybody. A very happy Yule. We are here, the Rattledge family. Say hi, Jonas. Hello. Say hi, Lily. Hello. I wanted everyone to know that Lily is not off at like college or anything. Lily's just in her room. It was easy. It was easier to, for those of you watching on the video, it was easier to frame us all this way to have her. Be on a separate monitor but she is here in the house celebrating the christmas time of the year and is not christmas time jonas the best time of year yes yeah what about you lily what do you think of christmas time i think it's really fun to spend time with people and open presents indeed and, and also lily just saying i what? know i i just knowing mm. What? And if really just because you don't need to, you didn't mention and also presents. I did. <laughs> no, okay. you didn't. Well, speaking of presents, we are giving the gift of podcast this year to all of our listeners. It's Christmas Eve, and before we go out and celebrate the Christmas Eve festivities, we thought we would uh, bring one of our family traditions to you, which is we watch over the holiday season, as many people do, a variety of Christmas movies and specials and whatnot. And for as long as these children have been alive, we have been watching three, at my insistence. They are Mickey's Christmas Carol, Yogi's First Christmas, a very happy Yule. Wait, 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 wait. And Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas with Jonas. We never, no, we only do Mickey's Christmas Carol and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. We never do... We never do Yogi's Christmas Carol. No, Lily, back me up. We've done Yogi before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. You may not have seen it, but Yogi Yogi is a staple of this household. Yes, because because you're Yogi? <laughs> no, because I watched that as a child and loved it. So let me ask you first, Lily. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the ones that we're talking about tonight, but we will talk about those shortly. What are some of your favorite Christmas movies that uh, that you've seen, that we've watched? Which ones do you look forward to this time of year? Uh, my favorite Chris Christmas movie is... I'm not sure. <laughs> it's good. Well, if I had it... Well, if I'm choosing from these three movies, my yeah. favorite one is Yogi's, is Yogi's First Christmas. Why is, Yogi's, why is Yogi's your favorite? Cause I just like cartoons, and I feel like I like how he was. Just, I liked how that one time he was getting out of flame was like. <laughs> okay, um, you want to take another swing, Lily? Or are you good? I think out of these three, my favorite is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Just the last one with Christmas feature. That was my least favorite part of the movie, but it was like still my a fun movie. You the last part of the movie with the ghost of Christmas future? You mean? Yes. <laughs> that. But yeah, that gets a little intense. All right, so let's get into these. Um, so Mickey's Christmas Carol, that's what we're going to start with. Uh, it came out in 1983, and it was directed and produced by Bernie Mattinson. It's an adaptation, obviously, of Charles Dickens' 1843 novella, A Christmas Carol. Uh, 
playing playing the parts. We have Scrooge McDuck as Ebenezer Scrooge. We have Mickey Mouse as Bob Cratchit. Uh, and we have Goofy as, oh gosh, Goofy is Jacob Marley. And we have Jiminy Cricket as the Ghost of Christmas Past. Willie the Giant, who I went as for Christmas uh, for Halloween one year. That's my costume. Really? Ghost of Christmas. Wait, do your best on William. Who the chocolate pop roast? <laughs> as the Ghost of Christmas Present, Pete as the Ghost of Christmas Future, um, Donald Duck as Fred, and then a whole bunch of, especially from that era, a whole bunch of cameos by different Mickey Mouse movie characters. So the plot of this, as you know, you know Christmas Carol, the plots are all the same. Um, you know, Bob Cratchit works for Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge is a miser. Mm -hmm. uh, but isn't a miser anyways? As somebody who hangs on to all of his money. He's not, uh, he's not giving with his money. Mm. He uh, yeah. he hoards it. So anyway, so Scrooge is hoarding. Wait, that mean there's no point of having money to just hoard it and never spend it? I mean, you have bills to pay, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, are we good now? Yeah. CNN, with yes. all your questions? What's CNN mean? It's a news organization. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, um, so Scrooge um, has been left the uh, accounting firm by his partner, Jacob Marley, who was again played by Goofy, and he died uh, a Christmas or so past. And he is um, visited by Jiminy Cricket, who tells him, hey, you're going to be visited by three spirits, the ghost of Christmas, past, present, and future. And if you don't change your ways, bad things are going to happen to you. Actually, no. It was Jacob no. Marley who said oh, that's right. he'd be yeah. visited, not the ghost of Christmas past. Jacob Marley said that. Okay, everyone talk at the same time so nobody hears you. God. <laughs> so how was your day? <laughs> you're you're absolutely right, Lily. Jacob Marley was the one that visited him first and said, "Hey, you know, I died, and I died being a miser just like you. And look what happened to me. They wrapped me all in these chains, and I'm suffering in the afterlife. And if you don't change, this is what's going to happen to you. If not, if it's not, if not worse. Okay. So then he gets visited by Jiminy Cricket, and Jiminy Cricket is the ghost of Christmas past, and he shows him, you know, that he had an opportunity at love, and he passed it up for money." Um, he shows him different things and, uh, we get to see a little bit of his life as a young man. Then he's visited by Willie and Willie brings him to Bob Cratchit's house. Um, and he shows him that Bob Cratchit has a son who is sick and it's tiny Tim. He's on crutches. And then finally we go to the Ghost of Christmas future. Um, and, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge is shown to have died alone, uh, unloved. Um, also, that Tiny Tim has finally passed away from all of his various illnesses. And so Cro Scrooge wakes up the next morning, and it's Christmas Day, and he's like, oh my gosh. And it's a really funny sequence with Scrooge McDuck as he's running around town in his underpants, you know, his nightshirt. <laughs> oh, I love when he goes to Donald and he, um, the, um, Donald. Yeah. And Donald's just like, what is happening? <laughs> well, I'll be doggone, is what he says. <laughs> Um, so he gives to the poor, uh, he gives to the poor, he brings uh, Christmas dinner and presents to Bob Cratchit's family, he gives Bob Cratchit a raise and makes him a partner, and Tiny Tim says, God bless us, everyone. All right, so I'll start with you, Lily. Um, what, talk to me about Mickey's Christmas Carol, what do you like about it, what's your favorite parts? Um, I like how at the end, um, Scrooge decided that he would... Um, change his ways after seeing all those, um, all the ghost, the ghost of Christmas past, future, and my present came in, and like I'm glad he changed his ways. 
And again, my least favorite one is when Ghost of Christmas Future came and just pushed him into a coffin. Murder! <laughs> First of all, stop screaming. Um, <laughs> second of all, yeah, I, I agree with you, Lee. Uh, for as many years as I've watched this, and I have watched this for like a decade, over a decade now, the the part where Pete's like, you're the richest man in the cemetery. Ha ah! ha ha. He's like pushing him in the grave and, you know, and, and then hell is erupting and there's fire and Scrooge is screaming. Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead, love. When he pushed him into the, um, the pit and the fire erupted after that, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I kept on thinking if I died, someone would just push me into a coffin of fire. That's what I was thinking the whole time after that. The afterlife, you just on a conveyor belt, and someone's like, yeet! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Off you go, into the pit. Um, who knows? It's the afterlife. In the afterlife. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no? Alright, moving on. Yeah, it's a really intense scene. Um, now, you're you're about to be 11 years old, but you've watched it for most of your life, Lily. Um, did it scare you when you were younger? Probably, because it was Pete. <laughs> okay, well... It wasn't so much the fire and the hell and the brimstone so much as it No, was- that might have been. I think it was just the fact that Pete's the villain, kind of, and he just pushed Scrooge into a coffin of fire. Mm-hmm. Both of those just scared me. But you're scared of Pete when you were a kid? He's a bully. I don't like him. <laughs> but you were scared of him? I don't think I was scared of him. Just he was scary in that moment. Yeah, uh, okay. I'll I can do- see that. I was just like, you scared of Pete? Like, I know he's like a bully, but how is Pete scary? <laughs> All right. So, Jonas, um, tell me about your favorite parts of Mickey's Christmas Carol. What do you like best about it? What do you like least? Yeah. Um, I probably could like the most. I don't really have a favorite part, but one of my favorite things that happened in the movie was when um, Willie Giant um opened up one of the houses <laughs> and he was holding out like loud screaming like ah! <laughs> Masher. Um, it's a really funny bit because really being a giant and everything he like takes a street lamp off the street and he uses it as a flashlight yeah. um yeah he does the bit with the roof where he rips it where he, he just peeks in because he's looking <laughs> for uh he's looking for Bob Cratchit's house okay. and he's just here ah! <laughs> Um, that's all really fun stuff. The other thing I like about that sequence, and for years I was really obsessed with this, was when he's talking about um, the, uh, the the feast of goodness or whatever he whatever phrase he uses. I think it was like the feast of uh, yeah, feast of giving or something yeah, like that. Yeah, feast of giving. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so he's just you know, so and it's a giant table full of food, and you know, Scrooge is like you know, running around and he's trying to eat some of it and. The ghost of, and Willie's trying to tell him, like, if you don't, you know, if you don't change, you're hurting the people around you. And if you don't change, you know, this is not the food for you. You'll never have this. And, uh, and so he's just listing different foods at the time. And he's, at one point, he says the chocolate pot roast. And to this day, I, I have begged people to make me chocolate pot roast. I need to know what what what's chocolate pot roast taste like. I, I feel like it's, what, what it sounds like is a chocolate pot roast is this. A turkey thrown into a pot and just chocolate all over. <laughs> that is a unique combo. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I like that part too. Um, is there anything else about Mickey's Christmas Carol that you wanted to talk about? Uh, not really. No? How about you? Now, hey, I, we're not talking about it as a full review, but last year we watched Muppet's Christmas Carol, Lily. Which do you prefer, the Disney interpretation of uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol or the Muppet version? 
I don't remember them, but there was. Depending on how you answer this, certain friends of mine that I podcast with may come and get you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't re- well, I don't really remember them up. I won ever that well. So mm-hmm. I think the Mickey one, though, is my favorite. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to say um, the Muppets one because it's longer, so it gets more detail. Okay. Plus, I grew up with this movie. And I think that's yeah. important to say that, you know, when you, if you, like, I'm. I have an attachment to all three of these because these are the ones I grew up with too. But and and I think that's true. I think you know when you have an attachment to something, it's hard. You know, you tend to. Hey, when you have an attachment to something as a child, you tend to overvalue it as an adult. I actually once heard a YouTuber say <laughs> that. I once heard a YouTuber say that uh, that someone's favorite Mario Party game is the one they grew up with. Yeah. There, there's something to be said for the things you like as a child or the things you can't give up as an adult. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, What's going on? Why do you keep on looking at the screen like that? That's for other people. That's not for you. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to Yogi's first. We all, we're done with Mickey's Christmas Carol. We can move on? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yogi's First Christmas is a 1980 animated television film starring Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. And we order off-screen dancing. Yes, and weird off-screen dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it aired in syndication through Operation Primetime on November 22nd, 1980. Throughout the 80s, it was offered to U.S. television stations split up one episode per day for four days of the one-week strip syndicated program, generally showing the week of Christmas. Uh, it was written by Willie Gilbert and directed by Ray Patterson. And the whole thing about Yogi's Christmas, I can just like this without having to look at the plot synopsis. So Yogi is a bear. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Did you know Yogi was a bear? Yeah. Did you know he was a dentist? <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> Wait, wasn't like no, he's not a doctor. He's a he he's not a dentist. He's a doctor. A do- who's a doctor? Yogi, wasn't he a no, doctor? No, no, Yogi's a bear. <laughs> no, no. And he and he likes picking baskets. No, remember in the New York Jellystone, he was a doctor. Oh, in one episode of okay. Well, Jellystone is not proper continuity. That's another universe. Well It's not but, it's not the proper Yogi Bear continuity. But it does. Alright, look at we we're not talking about Jellystone. Okay. Okay. But Jellystone was amazing. Okay. Do your what? own podcast on Jellystone. Why do you hate it? Why? <laughs> I don't hate it. Same frame. It made zero sense when I saw it. Okay. Can we not talk about Jellystone? <laughs> Can we please talk about this wonderful no, no, Yuletide doing... ca- cartoon? No, no. Forget about Yogi Bear. Forget about Mickey's Christmas Bear. Forget about <laughs> Emmett Otto. No. We're doing, we're doing Jellystone now. <laughs> Every time with one of these podcasts. Anyway. So Yogi is a bear, as I've often said. And he and bears hibernate through the winter, which means he's never celebrated Christmas. But this, so um, there's a lodge in Yell- in Jellystone National Park where our friend Snagglepuss and Huckleberry Hound and uh, somebody dog. <laughs> I can never remember these guys. Yes, the old dad. Uh, Augie dog, Augie doggy. And, yes, the old dad. And doggy daddy. There we go. Yes, the old dad. Thanks, Jonas. Uh, Augie doggy and doggy daddy. They are up there and they're celebrating Christmas at this uh, lodge. And there's enough noise being made that it somehow waked Yogi. Yogi goes to check it out. And they all agree that Christmas would be a lot more fun if Yogi was there to celebrate with them. So, you know, Yogi's going to not hibernate this year. He's going to stay up and it'll be Yogi's first Christmas, as it says in the title. So the 
other thing that's happening in the story is that uh, this is going to be the last year that the lodge is going to be open. They're going to, the owner is going to sell it um, and they're going to build a, a, some sort of freeway or something through the Chili Stone <laughs> National Park. Um, like you, like where you would build a freeway, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's a scene in, there's just a scene in like the other Yogi Bale cartoons where mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, well, nice. <laughs> okay. So, um, so the whole thing is they need, they're trying to convince her to not sell the lodge. Most of this movie is made up of something happening. Yogi being assigned a task of some sort. Like, you know, he gets made a bellhop at one point. Yeah. And he do, and he performs it so well, and he does such a great job with it, much to the ranger and the lodge manager's chagrin, that he gets promoted to, like, ski instructor, and this goes on and on and on through the whole picture. No, we got promoted to the ski instructor because he won the skiing competition. Something like that, yeah. At one point, he's, like, in charge of, like, decorating the Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, all the while, we have two villains in this. We have the owner's nephew. Uh, what was his name again? I think it was like Sneasel. Snidely? Yeah, yeah Snidely. Yeah, his... That's a really weird name to give a child. <laughs> oh, this wonderful bouncing baby boy will name him Snidely. <laughs> <laughs> this is an adorable child. <laughs> this love of my life. Snively, meet your brother. Meet your your brother, piece of garbage, and, and your sister, mean as can be. Um. Anyway, so. Did he die? Did he just die? Anyway, so Snively, who will one day grow up to be Snively Whiplash. <laughs> Um, he doesn't want to be at this lodge, and he's a very entitled, spoiled brat child. And um, he just fights everything, and he's carrying on, and he's making life miserable. Um, and then there's a guy, there's a whole hermit. Um, yeah, what's his? I gotta find his name now. Um, what's his name? Is his name Hermit? Is it? We couldn't. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then there is Herman the Hermit, a grumpy Christmas-hating hermit who just wants to be left alone. So, yeah, he chose... The Grinch. Yeah, he's kind of the Grinch in this thing. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's the Grinch, but he had a sidekick. <laughs> so Her- Max was a sidekick. So Herman the Hermit lives in a cave Wait, just outside the lodge. The tongue got Max? <laughs> and Hermit and Snively decide they're going to disrupt all the Christmas proceedings. Um, there's an av- This part I have to read. I forget how this ends. Uh, following different situations caused by Herman that Yogi saved her from, Miss Throckmorton, she's the owner of the lodge, has Mr. Dingwell promote Yogi to chief of security. Cindy Bear also awakens from her hibernation to help Yogi out due to her love and concern for him. Fed up with Snively's antics. No, um, Boo-Boo goes to a house okay. and is like, um, can you help me, right. please? Yogi gets revenge on him during an ice fishing contest with Mrs. Throckmorton agreeing that he needed to be taught a lesson. Furious Snively runs away and meets up with Herman, and the two team up to ruin Christmas. However, Yogi manages to thwart them every time. Eventually, Herman and Snively are forgiven, invited to the Christmas celebrations, and they have a profound change of heart at such generosity of spirit. Then Wait, in the- there was also a part that we missed that, you were, that we were talking about um, when we were watching it. Yeah. Well, like the song that... When- I was going to get there. Okay. Then in the midst of the festivities, Santa Claus plummets down the ship. <laughs> plummets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Santa 
Claus shimmies down the Christmas tree, bearing a picnic basket full of food for Yogi. Yogi, however, falls asleep due to his natural instincts of hibernation. Santa then says that Yogi and Boo Boo can have the basket when they wake up in the spring. With that, the partiers return Yogi, Boo Boo, and Cindy to their cave for the rest of their hibernation. Okay. So you wanted to bring up, um, there are two different Cindy Bear songs. There's one where she's trying to kiss Yogi underneath the mistletoe. I find it crazy how she had all that time to just hang up a whole bunch of mistletoe over the walls. Like, do you notice how she, like, she, like, became, like, evil in that song? She was, like, <laughs> kind of. She had an evil face on, like, excuse me. <laughs> so, I, I, let's just start there, because there's a second song that you missed, um, Lily. Yeah. And, and, and I just desperately wanted you to get, get your reaction to this, because at the end... I think, like, she finally gets a kiss from Yogi and does, like, a whole song and dance number about it, which had your mother and I and Jonas all cracking up laughing <laughs> because we, you could only imagine what you would think of it. But the very first song where she's chasing Yogi around, trying to get him to kiss underneath the mistletoe, what did you think, what did you think of that? Um, I, was more, I was concerned for Yogi. <laughs> you were concerned for Yogi? Yes! Because if you... someone was chasing me just so, I could, just so we could, like, kiss on the mistletoe, I'd be running! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now we got that uncomfortableness out of the way. What did you think of Yogi's first Christmas, Lily? It was good. Um, it was. I, I, just saying. No, there's no way. It's strange how fast like Yogi was able to get like a new job in the same area. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just got more promoted. I think at some point he got promoted. Yeah. I think at some point he got promoted to, like, the manager or something. Yeah, yeah. at the end, he was a manager. Something like that. Yeah, at the end, he got promoted to the manager. Yes. And the old manager became the bellhop. I don't is that what, I don't remember if he becomes the bellhop or not. No, he became the bellhop. That's what happened. I, I thought he gets just a different position, but maybe. No, he became the bellhop. Um, did you laugh? Did you think it was funny? Yeah, sure. it was kind of funny. It was very confusing, but very funny. What was confusing about it? No, not it's not confusing. It was just strange. Okay, I I'm just now noticing your name and your thing says Lily and Jonas. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't want to ask how I to change it. A computer? No, you're fine where you are. No, no. no I. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine where you are, Jonas. Um, yeah, I've been bothering me the whole entire podcast. Okay. Um. So, Jonas, you like this one the best. What did you like about it? I like this. I just liked how it wasn't like it wasn't like Mickey's Christmas Carol where it was like super serious. Okay. And I like how it wasn't like Emmett Otto where it wasn't cartoony. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like Yogi's Christmas Carol the most. Yogi's Christmas Carol. Yogi's first Christmas was the least cartoony of these three. I mean, Emmett Otto's not a cartoon. It's a it's a puppet show. Well, it it's the second most cartoony, mm-hmm. but too serious to actually feel okay. super cartoony. So you thought Yogi's first Christmas was just a lot of fun? Yeah. Okay. So I, I remember watching this as a kid, like I said, um, and I I always thought some some of the stuff with especially Snively and Hermit always made me laugh. By the way, do you guys remember the song that they sing together? Yes. The song about being evil. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember you talking about some like mm-hmm. sort of strict mother being like, okay, let's put in some, let's put on this for it. Oh my god, there's a demon. <laughs> yeah, at one point they turned into like, you know, Satan, demons, and whatnot. And I'm like, what is happening <laughs> in this cartoon? 
and for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you think it got repetitive at all? Like, because because for this is only a how long is this thing? Uh, this is a, a little over an, uh, an hour and a half, which we didn't realize at the time. We put it on, and I remember as we were watching it, like, this has got to end soon. We still have, like, another 30 minutes to go. Um, does it, did, did it feel long to you? Yeah, it was Yeah, it was kind of repetitive. I feel like it is kind of just... I feel like, it is, I feel like the only reason Snyder was Lily Dale mm-hmm. was just to call... was just to make mischief. So mm-hmm. the movie can keep going. Well, it wouldn't have been a movie if you didn't have Snively and Hermit there. Go ahead. Lily. No, like, he's like he's like the cartoon vert. No, wait, no, no. It would still be no, no. Who only could stay in that situation? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying it's just Snively was just kind of there, just keep causing mischief. I'm not saying that. That without Hormid there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying that if Snipey was gone, the movie would be shorter. I, I'm not saying if they were both gone, the movie oh, would okay. be shorter. <laughs> Go ahead, Lil. Um, Snipey is kind of like the cartoon version of Luke from Jesse, right? Causing mischief a lot, and although Luke did more pranks, he was literally trying to ruin Christmas. Um, I believe was trying to ruin Christmas while Luke just did pranks. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of a takeoff of of the Grinch who stole Christmas, right? You know, he wants Christmas to end, and so he keeps doing things. So Wait, that it they... kind of is. Like, think about it. he mm-hmm. was on a tall peak, like <laughs> looking down at Whoville. <laughs> That's also very very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. So, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up about Yogi's first Christmas, Jonas? Nope. Okay, how about you, Lily? Mm-mm. All right. And now we get to the finale, the best one of all three of these. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yes? Hey, do you want to move on? Yes. Okay, I'm going to move on now. But wait. <laughs> I'm going to give you a <laughs> Go um, ahead, child, who I love so much. Um, Since... Wait. You said I was going to see the video of her singing that song. No, Why don't I don't have time to I, first of all, I can't show the video on here, oh. and we can't be monetized. But um, I'll, I'll show it to you. If we had had more time to set this up, I, I might have recorded your reaction to the to Cindy's Cindy's ridiculous song. We can we can do it later. I'm so excited. We can do it later, and if you insist that I post it, I will. But um, all right, now let's just we're just talking. All right, so Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, a, a very pop, very popular amongst uh, my friends and I. Some people actually wanted to come on and review it with us. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is a 1977 TV special based on the children's book of the same name. There you go, Jonas. This is an adaptation of a book. How about that? Wait, was the book? Wait, does the book have anything to do with Christmas? The book of the same name, Emmett Otter's Jug Band <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> may or may not have something to do with Christmas, with Christmas in the name. Here, I'll even click the hyperlink. Oh, look! Emmett Otter's <laughs> Jug Band Christmas book. I wonder if it has to do with Christmas. <laughs> do you think? Do you know she was a dentist? Who was a dentist? Was Emmett Otter's mom a dentist the whole time? I hope. Alright, if I can move on now from the <laughs> questions... Directed by Jim Henson's of Muppets fame, 
It features a cast of Muppet characters that was produced by the Jim Henson Company and, and premiered on CBC television. Um, so this is ba based on the story of the Gift of the Magi, basically. Uh, following an introduction by Kermit the Frog, the story tells of Emmett Otter and his ma. Ma! Ma! Wait, wait, ma! wait, wait. Oh. Well, it wasn't really that much like the Gift of the Magi. It would have been more like Gift of the Magi if if his mom sold some, something. She did. She sold... She sold his tool chest, and no. he sold her, and he put a hole in her wash tub. No, no, it would be if she sold her wash tub to get him oh, okay. a tool chest. It's a twist. What a twist on the gift of the Magi. All right, moving on. Can I finish now? Thanks. Yeah. Um, who scrapes by on a small amount of money she gets from doing laundry, and that Emma gets from doing odd jobs around their home in the town of Frogtown Hollow, despite both of them. Uh, often being cheated. Some of the people who cheated them are Old Lady Possum and Gretchen Fox, um, who is the wife of the mayor of Waterville. While going into Waterville for some sh window shopping, Ma and Emmett reflect on Emmett's father, including his unsuccessful attempt at Snell. <coughs> well, like you do. A Christmas, as Christmas approaches, they hear of a talent contest in the nearby town of Waterville, the grand prize of $50, which was a lot of money back then, and separately decide to enter, uh, to enter, uh, and secretly decide to enter uh, and buy store-bought presents for each other, an elaborate guitar for Emmett, or a piano for Mark. However, in a twist of the gift of the Magi, in a twist on the gift of the Magi, in a twist on the gift of the Magi, no. by O. Henry, they must sacrifice each other's livelihood for the talent contest. Ma hawks. Ma! 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 What? I'm surprised Mom has just came one after. No, she knows better than to come when I yell Ma. Hawks uh, <laughs> Emmett's tools for dress fabric while Emmett turns Ma washed up into a washed up base for a jug band. Emmett assembles Wendell Porcupine, Harvey Beaver, and Charlie Muskrat as the Frogtown Hollow Jubilee Jug Band. Emmett and what does Jubilee mean? Emmett and Ma each do an excellent job, despite Emmett's jug band having to frantically change songs after another contestant performs their song, Barbecue, only to be defeated at the last minute by a rock and roll band called The Nightmare. Ah, yes, the River Bottom Nightmare Wait. Band. <coughs> no, no, what happened was they were trying, they, they were going to originally play the song Barbecue. Yes. But then another guy did that song, so right. they practiced another song. Literally just said that. No, you didn't. Okay. And can I say that the leader of the Nightmare Band kind of, uh, the bear kind of looks like a character from Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, it kind yeah. of does, yeah. yeah like, You're not wrong. <laughs> like the new Emmett Otter Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> there you go. There's a place to put Emmett Otter. <laughs> Emmett Otter and Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. All right. Um, <coughs> Frogtown Hollow, Jubilee Jug Band sing a song together on the way home. More accurately, both of their talent show songs together as Ma realized they fit together. They are overheard by Doc Bullfrog, owner of a local restaurant called the Riverside Rest, who hires them to sing for his customers. Kermit concludes a special with Emmett, Ma, and the gang playing in front of Doc Bullfrog and the customers. All righty. I absolutely love, uh, love, 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 love Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, but yet, not your favorite. It's my second favorite. It's your second favorite. If it okay. was more cartoony, yeah, I would like it more. You said you didn't like that it was a little on the serious side. Um, no, you... no, it wasn't serious. It, it just wasn't that cartoony. Okay. 
Um, one of the things I love, one, I like the story of the gift of the Magi, Mickey Mouse, and they did a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse cartoon, similar thing. This is, this is a story that comes up a lot around Christmas time. There are tons of different interpretations of it. Um, but I, the other thing I like about this is that I enjoy the, I enjoy the music in it. You know, their performance of barbecue and brothers and, um, mom song, just various, uh, numbers that they break out in this. Uh, I really, really enjoy, but I especially, I also like some of the jokes in this one, uh, <laughs> them talking about, oh gosh, uh, let me go over to you, Lily. What are, uh, what are some of the things you like about Emma Otter's Drug Band Christmas? Um, <clears throat> the music was good. Um, uh, I don't know. The music was good. The music was good? So they talk about um, what did you think about them, um, you know, reflecting on their their dad who had previously died, and they were like, oh, you know, he tried to make a living selling snake oil. And, What's snake oil? Uh, it, it's actually it's like a, it's a term people use for uh, selling, sell, trying to pull a fast one on people. But for the for the sake of this argument, he was selling something that nobody wanted, and um, you know, they had a hard time making a living. And then he passed away, and this is the next Christmas after that, and they're still kind of struggling. What did you think about all that? <coughs> I felt bad for them that they were struggling like that. Mm. Jonas, what especially, did you... Go ahead. especially during Christmas, um, them struggling would be even harder during Christmas. Mm -hmm. And they just want to get each other a nice gift, and they can't, and, you know, it's... Um, I think one of the nice things about the about the special is that despite the fact that they're struggling, they still find like little joys, like you know, going down that slide that their dad built. Remember, do you remember that scene? Yeah. Okay. So, Jonas, tell me tell me what is some of your thoughts here on Emmett Otter? What did you think of the music? One. Oh, I really like. I actually really like the Nightmare Band song. You like the Nightmare Band song. Even though I feel like they need more like different lyrics, like just like Brian and the Nightmare Band. <laughs> Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> um, to tell you, the lyrics of that song are fan. What they are are fantastic. Yeah, but they needed more. They needed a couple of different lyrics. Um, hang on, liver. Actually, I can bring up the lyrics now. These are fantastic. All right, so uh, we take what we want. We do anything that we wish. We got no respect for animal, birdie, or fish. The grass does not grow on the places where we stop and stand. River bottom, nightmare band. That, that sounded like a wall. fabulous. <laughs> that sounded like a wall of a We know we're a mess. Our type does not like to be clean. We don't brush our teeth. Wow, this. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is somebody who's just like, we need like a death metal song. We need it for children. What do you got? Well, what if we, what if we write about how we just like to stink? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we don't wish to learn, but we hate what we don't understand. River bottom. What? Wait, that does not make sense. No, I I, I, I get it. Wait, um, what, did, what was that? Hold on. What was the line? The line is, we don't wish to learn, but we hate what we don't understand. That makes perfect sense to me. And I'm, yeah, me too. That's you don't want to learn, but you hate that you don't understand something. No, we hate what we don't understand. You know, that's confusing. 
Well, because they don't want to learn anything like school or something, but they don't like to but, not understand something. Well, they don't, well, like like a new person comes in their town, and the person is different from everybody else in town. They wouldn't like it. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Bad guys. So of course they win the talent show. They're like high school dropouts. Kind of. Yeah. All right. So um, Jonas, we go over to you just as we start to clean up here. Anything else about Jim Henson's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas that you want to talk about before we, before your sister dies of smoker's lung? Um, <laughs> before uh, before we go away for the for the evening. Um, I would. Um, were there any song besides the one at the beginning and the talent show? Um, most of the songs are in the talent show part, but I think they sing when they're on the river too, don't they? Yeah, that's no. I was talking about in the beginning when they're on the level and. Okay, so here's a list of songs. Okay, there's the bathing suit song that the Grandma Otter wore. The bathing suit that Grandma Otter wore. There ain't no hole in the washtub. Ah, yes, because there ain't no hole in the washtub. Uh, when the river meets the sea, barbecue our world. Brothers, River Bottom Nightmare Band, and then Brothers in Our World, which is the combination of the two. There you go. Do you and do you know, Jonas, where you could hear the soundtrack to Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Let me guess, what is it? Um, wasn't it like some sort of like Amazon Music? It is Amazon Music. You're so smart. Mm-hmm. And we just happen to be giving away <laughs> so enthusiastic too. And we just happen <laughs> to be giving away a free um, trial, the Amazon Music Unlimited service. At getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network. All right. So now with that out of the way, is there, Lily, anything else about Emmett Otter? No. Nope, you're good. All right. So then that's it. That is our <coughs> feature here on our three children's family Christmas specials Yogi's First Christmas, Mickey's Christmas Carol, and Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas. I have something to say. Of course you do. <laughs> Um, if you, if any of you have heard of Twisted Wonderland. Oh, my oh God. yeah, I Are you plugging an anime? Yes. <laughs> well, it's, oh. well, well. It's a very weird enough day to turn into an anime. This is very serious. Well, it's, <laughs> well, it's also, a, well, <laughs> well, January 20th, 2022 is, It'll be coming. Um, the game will be coming out um, in for the U.S. and Canada. That's what I've heard. Yay! <laughs> that is just so silent hearing this. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say. It. I hope you've enjoyed this triple uh, feature. We did another Christmas triple feature. Myself and Evan Bevins. We reviewed um, Fat Man. What are those Fat? <laughs> It's about Santa Claus and there's an assassin, and it's a fantastic movie. What? Yes. I need to know what that is now. I will tell you later. Or, oh, hey, you can watch the review on YouTube or w2mnet.com or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. No. Anyway, <laughs> um, we reviewed third try at this. We reviewed Fat Man, uh, The Ref, and In Bruges. We also have our Christmas trivia show up today, plus a re airing of our review of Illuminations 2018, The Grinch. We'll have a re-airing of Heavy Saurus, Rihalista Jula tomorrow, uh, plus our review of Jingle All the Way starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, I have a plug. I have a plug. Oh, you do? For the very <laughs> podcasts and whatnot that you do? 
what, what projects are you working on, Jonas? Um, if, um, we might um review um the new bad guys movie coming out, uh, Great Do Dolphin Heist. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Aren't we? It's, it's in April. If it, you know when that comes out. Yeah. Why are we plugging things in April? <laughs> because I want to plug something. Here's something <laughs> people could use for themselves is Grammarly. Grammarly's AI-powered products. I thought we only use one, one sponsor. No, on we have two. We have two. <laughs> uh, for you listeners of Triple Feature, Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively, helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar punctuation spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, it's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. Okay. Well, folks, I hope you've enjoyed. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Like plug it, plug it. <laughs> segment yet once again longer than any other individual segment on this entire review. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> what's the one doing? <laughs> I got none of that. No one did. Leo. Why are you mumbling? <laughs> what is it? That, what is it that you're trying to say, Lassie? <laughs> what's the one doing? We'll be in the Google Play Store and um, the Apple Store. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Have a happy and safe holiday. Bye.